to another episode of the YNK Podcast. Yeah! Hey, what's up, Steve? I know you always hear us talking about the app Bravo Pay. Well, hey, you know they always give us the ability to process one-time payments. However, in a few weeks, Bravo Pay will be offering more ways for us to connect with all the Steves. So stay tuned for exclusive content and experiences. But for now, you gotta download the Bravo Pay app. Let's get on with the mother flipping show. All right, we're back with the YNK podcast with another episode. Um, Mike is still in Utah on the largest bender in human history. Um, in recent news, our host Huey Mack got demoted for last week's profanity, which we'll get, <laughs> which we'll get into. Huey, would you like to please introduce our new host? Uh, hi. <laughs> you got demoted. <laughs> Uh, we have a much more qualified host this week. <laughs> Her name is Christine Leahy, um, host of... Fuck. I'm cool. Yeah, I'm not currently Can't, host of anything. Oh, yeah. Well, That's previous okay, host though. of American Ninja Warrior. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. You were on... Fox Sports. Fox Sports. Yes. Fair Game. Fair Game. With Christine Leahy. With me. Much more qualified than me. Yeah. And what no. are your credentials? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to hear how uh, Joey got fired? Yeah. What did he do? What did he, he do? He, he went on air yes, uh, last week and said he would blow another guy. <laughs> Why? <laughs> There's context to it. We were playing Would was You Was there, rather. though? Uh, what, was the, what was the Would You Rather? Would you rather make out with a guy or give him a blowjob? <laughs> <laughs> and you chose... <laughs> In his defense, I said it was give a guy a blowjob that has no top half, so you don't have to look him in the eye. It makes it just difference. for the record. We can cut any of this. No, no, I, okay. I'm just I'm just thinking about that. Yeah, let it sink in. I'm still. That's it's just less okay. intimate. I stand by what I said. If you blow a guy with no head, does it make it less personal? I think it does. Yeah, it makes it less intimate. Yeah, it's less intimate. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a thing. There's so many layers to that. There are. There are. It's very. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hell of an intro. Let's. <laughs> we're now that we have your attention, yeah. we're, we're cruising. We're off to the races. Um, I want to start with. Uh, you went to Boston University. Should we yeah? explain why I'm holding a dog? No, I, not oh, at all. Okay. Not just, at all. She's just gonna chill. Yeah, all of right. course. Oh no, they have dogs. Uh, yes, I went to Boston University. I went to Boston University. I'm, I actually grew up in Boston. Where? Braintree, Massachusetts, end of the red line. I have been to Braintree. Um, I don't remember if I took the red line there, though. What did, you, what did you do in Braintree? I think I was probably, I used to work for Fox Sports, and they had these Friday high school football things, so I probably was oh. covering a high school football game. Wow. There. Pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Nice. Boston's cool. All right, yeah. I think she wants to go to you. Come on. I have a, a lot of friends that went to BU. Oh, um, yeah, that's where I went. Yeah. And um, <sighs> Do you like them? Yeah, of course, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> of course I like them, and uh, and then you later you went to work for the the Boston Celtics. Yeah? I did. Are you a Celtics fan? I mean, I'm from Boston. Yeah. Well, I'm just making sure because some people move here and they change allegiances real fast. Yeah. Well, let's let's uh, start from the beginning. You, you're from Chicago. Yes. So you're a Chicago <laughs> sports fan, I presume. <laughs> uh, yes, I was a Bulls fan. Yeah. Growing up, we were not Blackhawks fans because we couldn't watch any games. Um, Cubs, kind of. I never really loved watching baseball. It's a slow sport. It's a real slow sport. Yeah. Um, what else is there that I'm missing? The Bears. We were never Bears fans. We grew up Broncos fans, weirdly. Uh, But I was a Bulls fan. All right. Yeah. Still am. So you you get out of college at BU. You work at WEEI, right? Yeah, you did your research. Um, 
But yeah, if you're from Boston, everyone knows WEEI. Yeah. Um, what were you doing at that station? So I, when I still, I was working there when I was in college, but they had this show that they wanted to start. It was like an, on, it was the first of those online components that now everybody has. Yeah. So I hosted a show called The Five and it was the five best articles to read on the website that day. And I would kind of break them down. So you got to host your own show on Boston Sports Radio right out of college. In college. In college. In college. Yeah, I was still in college. Man, that's the, the dream. last semester of school. Oh man. Yeah. I was lucky. And you were and you were you were there for a few years before you went to the Celtics? No. So I went if you need to no. pass her off. I know how she works. She'll calm down. <laughs> Me and her I have just a connection. Give her the right petting. Yeah, look at that. There we go. She humps now. Watch out. Okay. <laughs> um, I actually worked for the Celtics at the same time. So I studied abroad mm-hmm. in LA while oh. I was in college. Why do you put that in air quotes? Because that's not abroad. <laughs> that's in the oh, same country. It. Yep. So I was working or interning for the um, network that had the Lakers rights at the time. So I was going on camera with the Lakers and then the Celtics saw what I was doing with them. And then when I got a part-time job with WBI, that meant I was staying in Boston. So they asked if I would be interested in working with them. So I actually gotcha. started them both about the same time. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Man. Yeah. The guys in Boston must have loved you, huh? Which guys? The Boston sports fans. Oh, I think <laughs> they did. <laughs> I, I mean, I talked about sports, so that's usually a good way in. How would you compare uh, Chicago sports fans to Boston sports fans? That's a good question. Usually I answer it's like Boston compared to LA. Um, I think, okay, I'm going to say this and it's going to sound mean, but it's not mean. Here we go. I think Chicago fans are much nicer. Oh, for sure. Like Boston fans are not nice, (laughs) but I respect it. I respect it because they really, really care and they know what they're talking about. New York fans are worse than us. Yeah, that's true. Oh my God. So Chicago fans care about sports, but they're like let's have a beer you know it's fun Mm -hmm. and boston it's like you're out if you don't know what's up you're out so how do you feel about the uh the new nba schedule dropping that just that just uh released today i think oh did it come out yeah did it i Mm -hmm. think this whole thing is fascinating it is right there's no chance in the world that those players are going to adhere to the rules of the bubble no chance. you know what i mean (laughs) like no chance is that happening so it's going to be interesting. Also, what is 16 of them tested positive for Corona? Mm. Less than I thought would have. Not mm-hmm. because they're NBA players, but just because like in the population, I would think that there's yeah. just more. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if one of them gets sick, that really could throw a wrench in the schedule. I know. So I'm really just fascinated to watch the whole thing. I feel bad that only uh, only 22 teams are playing. Oh, no, no, no. I talked to the guys, some of the guys on the other teams that aren't involved, and they're thrilled. Why, because why they're like, thrilled? why would we go play for a little bit if and go no and live chance. in this bubble if we have no chance? Yeah, I, th- I would think they would just want to play, but I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, these guys really enjoy their time off no, you know, and true. their bodies. They've yeah. got to heal their bodies. And if the team is just no chance, it's kind of not fun to lose all the time. Yeah, that makes sense. So they'd rather just sit it out, wait to regroup yep. and then go back into it. Okay. Especially if they have to leave their families and stuff. Mm-hmm. That sucks. I see, I, I hear that. Um, but yeah, they're going to be doing it in Orlando, like seven games a day. I think it's, it's pretty like March Madness. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Have you stuff. looked at like their day schedule to stay in like the bubble? 
No. No, what it, I've heard it's crazy. <laughs> it's I forget what it is, but it's insane. We could look it up. It's, yeah, well, I kinda well, yeah, I want to know. Look it up. You got demoted to research. You know what? So what I stand by what I said. While say. he's looking that up, what what type of stuff were you doing for the Celtics when you worked for them? So the first year I was like their in arena host, so I would host um like at halftime when fans would play games, I would do that or trivia at timeouts. Mm -hmm. um, and then I would interview a player on the Jumbotron at the end of the game. Awesome. Yeah. And then the second year I was their official team reporter. Mm -hmm. So like all of their. And what, what years was this? It was 2009, 10, 11, 12. That was an exciting time for the Celtics. Too. Yeah. Shaq was there. Mm -hmm. Perk. KG, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Rondo. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. Yeah, that's great. Delonte West. I, I would say like the, 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 my favorite oh, thing oh, ever oh, is oh, courtside Celtics. Your what? Like my favorite thing to do ever is courtside Celtics. Oh, you've been? Courtside like, Celtics? Hand, handful of times. I mean, just like drop that real it, fast. It's only because, no, it's not because of me. It's because okay. uh, uh, Danny Ainge's son is fans of Mike who hosts the oh, no show. Oh, no way. So, the like, guy who's, he's the uh, GM of the Red Claws now, or the Red, uh, not Red Claws. Is it Red Claws? He's got a son that's like really young. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know how old he is now. Wait, that's how you guys got the courtside tickets all the time? I think so. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, but, it is fun. I just did it last October. But I, I've it's been great. I've been a handful of times and it's like it's it is as awesome as it looks. It's it's <laughs> I miss it a lot. That was my probably my favorite job. Yeah. And did you get to travel with the team? I did. What was that like? <laughs> interesting <laughs> <laughs> do tell uh, oh you're you like you know i had to sign a contract it's like a non-disclosure uh when you travel and you work with a team yeah but i mean you fly with the team <laughs> you, mm -hmm. it's cool because it's a it's a chartered plane which is much easier than going through the regular terminals and yeah. your luggage is all just in and out um they would play games on the plane. What type of games? Uh, games. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Is this what the guy who like wrote the book about Jordan? Jordan Rule, Sam Smith. Was he like he was doing that too, right? Just traveling with the team. Yeah. 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 I think he was at the time. They don't do that really anymore. The reporters mm. don't travel with the team. Um, and then you would stay at really great hotels in all these cities, and um, you know, I remember there was one day I was just like going up to my room and KG got in the elevator because he was going to his room and it was just like, whoa. I got the Garnett jersey upstairs. <laughs> it's, I mean, he's one of my favorites, but yeah, it's yeah. just like if I would go to the gym in the middle of the day and I would just see like Rondo working out Yeah. or I was at the pool and Ray Allen was there. It's just like. That's such was, a cool time for Boston sports. It too. was really cool. It was really cool, but I, I loved them. So I cried when they lost in, um. Was it 2011 or 10? Never, 2010. Around there, yeah. Yeah. Man, sad time. Still times. hurt, John? Did, uh, yeah, I was just reminded of a sad time. Um, <laughs> and did the players hit on you? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> Pretty frequently? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a funny story about that. Um, oh, please tell me. I shot like a... Were they hit on you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. I shot a, a short film in New York City uh, probably like four or five years ago with Jiggy. And uh, at the time, my partner, who I was doing the project with, he worked at the, um, what's the name of the hotel? Uh, the Ritz, the Ritz-Carlton in, in Central, Central Park South in Manhattan. Oh, it's the best Ritz. Yeah, it's best. Yeah. So I sound like a our short, brat our short films about, I mean, you know, it is. our short <laughs> films about a hotel of people who work at a hotel. Okay. So he, he got us 
the ability to shoot at the Ritz Carlton Central Park, South Manhattan for nothing. Cool. All we needed was like a big insurance policy, which costs like, you know, kind of a lot, but we got the location for free. But the stipulation is we had to shoot from 11 p.m. to to 6 a.m. Oh, I feel like I know where this is going. So I'm just psyched we get to shoot there. And, uh, you know, we it's a pretty decent sized crew, probably like 15, 20 people. Uh, And while we're shooting in the lobby, I I think it's going to be dead down there. And uh, we can't really get other people in the shots because we weren't allowed to. And it just was part of the rules. Mm-hmm. And we're shooting down there. All of a sudden, the Boston Celtics walk into the hotel. No way. <laughs> you didn't time this on purpose? I feel like you're lying. I, it seems like something I would do. Yeah. But it, in fact, it was actually very uh, distracting. Oh, like, this this was a hotel pilot that you shot? Yeah. Okay. I remember yeah. That. So we were like, like, we had a lot riding on this because like we put tons of planning into it, like a lot of money into it. Okay. And we think we're going to have like fair run of the the lobby of the Ritz Carlton and, and here comes the Celtics here comes to ruin your the party. Celtics not only that but like they're like playing poker downstairs all night in the lobby like so we're like we're trying to shoot around them the whole time meanwhile like in between Wait, they were in the lobby yeah what year was this this was like 20 2015 2016 something like that that would not happen these days really yeah no yeah they don't it, want to be open about that yeah. anyways go ahead um and in between shots they're hitting on all my actresses <laughs> which ones uh, I, I don't want to name names now on, honestly i don't really remember so i don't want to name names I, you remember i will name a name in a second but it'll be, did any it'll of be the actresses like were they into it they didn't know who they were at first and okay. i'm like i'm like you know you know those are the boston celtics right <laughs> and they're like really like, i mean they're actresses i guess they're not sports fans or whatever but that's kind of a blank statement but whatever um but yeah anyways uh, at the end of the shoot we finally get it done I'm like going up to the our staging area in one of the rooms upstairs. I get in the elevator. Who's standing next to me? Brian Scalabrini. No way. I L- love the Scal. Literally a god amongst men in Boston. Oh, Scal, everyone, yeah. Everyone loves the Scal pal. Uh-huh. I, first time I've ever been speechless. You know he's making a marinara sauce these days? Just like a fun fact. <laughs> That's incredible. What do you mean? <laughs> I need more exactly details. Exactly that. He's, he's making a marinara sauce. That's. <laughs> I gotta look this up. I have the schedule. Now you you don't think of him as an Italian guy, but he's no because he looks very Irish. Right, he's the perfect <laughs> Celtic. Um, <laughs> I gotta you know, find he's this. He's making a marinara. I might have just like broken that. I hope I was. You, I folks, you heard it here first. Yeah. Oh, let's the internet. <laughs> yeah, does the internet know yet? Uh, he tweeted it. Okay, yeah. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working on this my entire life. See? I told you. He's very passionate. Hold on, there's more. Read it out. Read it out. Now you can enjoy my secret recipe and key to all of my success. Today is the release of my signature, Scal's Big Red Pasta Sauce. So get it done in life and pick up a bottle today. And there's a picture. I mean, you'd buy that, I'm wouldn't literally you? I would absolutely, if I saw that in the store, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. I'm ordering it right now. <laughs> hey, Alexa, order me some Brian Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alexa, I was kidding. Shut up. Alexa, shut up. No, she won't shut up. Um, oh. So anyways, that's fascinating. Yeah, fun fact. <laughs> uh, did you ever get that schedule? Oh, yeah, I got yeah. it. <laughs> All right. So let's see what we got here. So this is the game day schedule. 8.30 to 9.30, the home team has a team breakfast. This is every team, every day. Every team, every day. Okay, 8.30 to 9.30, team breakfast, okay. 
All right, and 9.30, they have transportation to the court. 10 to 11, they have a shoot-around. Then they go back to the hotel. Then the team has a post-shoot-around lunch uh, between 11.30 to 1.30. And then they just get to be in the hotel from 1.30 to 4.30. Nap time. Yep. <laughs> or whatever. No, that's nap time. Yeah. And then Pro- what? What? And then what? Game. Okay, and then at 4.30, both teams have pregame transportation to Wide World of Sports. At 5 o'clock to 6.15, they have court access for warm-up. 6.15 to 6.40, they have a pregame meeting. 6.40 to 7, both teams have pregame warm-ups. 7 to 10, both teams blow off pregame introductions. And then 9.40 to 9.50, they have a post-game team meeting. 9.50 to 10.20, post-game media availability. And then they just they are stuck back in their hotels. Wow. Sounds like summer camp. Yeah, it really does sound like a summer camp. So are camp. they just going to be like celibate the whole time? <laughs> I, didn't see, I didn't see banging in that schedule. <laughs> 9.40 to 9.55, <laughs> get some ass. <laughs> <laughs> they got to be in the bubble. They can't have any visitors. I thought I, I, it's bad for athletes to do that anyways. That's a myth. Is that a myth? Well, I don't know. I'm not an athlete myself. Yeah, I've, I've, been, uh, I've heard it's not Is that true. a myth? I heard it takes your energy away, but... Does it take your energy away? No. I just know in one, but of, I don't run, one of the Rocky uh, movies, he's like, he just told... Rocky's trainer just told him he just straight up can't get a nut for well, like six months. Boxing's different. Yeah. Like, boxers take that pretty seriously. So you need the... You need like the... Uh, adri- not, what is it? Testosterone? You have like Testosterone? Yeah. The, the like rage... I think. Yeah. Like, think about it. If you're going to go into a ring, like, you have to want to knock that guy out. I'm going to want to fuck something. (laughs) (laughs) That too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a fighter. (laughs) Me neither. I'm a lover, not a fighter. (laughs) (laughs) You think that's what Tyson thought every time? Actually, he said that in one of his, uh, I I watch his podcast. It's hilarious. Um, Wait, that's actually, so they're going to be celibate for like, no way, but for two months? No. No, they're sneaking out of there and then somebody's going to get it. Or they're sneaking someone in. They're going to find some film shoot to go fuck some ass. It's going to be like one weekend and the (laughs) whole thing is just going to be washed because everybody's going to Well, that's what I wonder. It's like, there's no way they're going to stay completely quarantined, even if it's not for that, but like to go out and just like be a person, you know? Yeah. So then one of them gets coronavirus, then what happens? Yeah, then they're all screwed. Right. Yeah, I hope all. Or like is well. the game shuts down. I mean, I hope so too. But <clears throat> yeah, that's rough. I think and I heard they were getting like it's every day they get tested. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it hurts. Have you had it? Wait, what kind of test did you get? Oh no, so you the you, nose. You, you, oh, you got, I got you, the mouth. You guys have oh, both been tested for Corona. That. I've never I've never been tested before. I think I'm fine. But oh uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the nose one? Yes, it what? hurts so. I thought that was like a finger too. I thought was like a joke. They they literally stick like a huge Q-tip. No, I wouldn't even call it a Q-tip. It's a straight up like a skewer. Like a metal rod. It's a it's like a Q-tip, but like a skewer, like a like if you're making a kebab. Wow. And they put it all the way up to like your brain, and then they spin it around and get. What does it feel like? Awful. I basically just had to. The doctor straight up told me he goes, "You need to sit on your hands when I do this. It'll make it better." That, that statement would just make it worse for me. I know. And then they did it in both nostrils. I still have to have the doctor like make fake conversation when they give me a shot in my arm. Yeah, same. You know? I look the other <laughs> I'm way. I'm like, just talk to me about something. Talk to me about anything. <laughs> it hurts. 
but I, I'm glad I did it. And then what, Huey, what test did you get? The I basically just had to put a Q-tip in my mouth. Oh, you did the self one. Mm, no. Oh, yeah, the drive-thru. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've heard that those aren't maybe as accurate. Uh-oh, Joey. So I'm sitting... Be- okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> I got tested. It's a cesspool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something tells me this room hasn't been sanitized. It's, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. Um, what was I going to say? Um, oh, yeah. So I, I, I kind of wanted to... Before we get off you, um, okay. I wanted to talk... Just laugh. <laughs> no. Get a grip. Um, well, I just want to know like what it was like being in like in broadcasting as a female in sports. Like, it's what was it like? It's for you? crazy. Yeah. It's weird. Um, like in one sense, it 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 helps because there are fewer women, so you naturally will stand out more. Yeah. Um, and then also athletes sometimes prefer talking to women it just is what it is Mm -hmm. um so that helps but at the same time it hurts because i'm just trying to do my job and yeah i got asked out by athletes i had pr people even come up and be like hey this guy wants your number and i'm like nope and then it makes it rough because then you don't want that athlete to like shut you out for being a bitch, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Um, even though I'm just doing my job. So there's a lot of women who would wear like fake wedding rings and stuff. I just was never gonna do that. Yeah. Um, but then some of them are, are my friends. I've made really good friends. So it's just, and then in the business itself, it's hard to be a woman in sports. There's not very many, many of us. And usually like as soon as you get a wrinkle or you actually like demand a decent salary, mm-hmm. they can replace you real fast with younger younger cheaper unbelievable woman. yeah did you feel a lot of pressure like having your own television show no or fair game no that's i've been asked that question before i didn't feel pressure because i just i just wanted to make it really good and i felt great about it and i loved the staff that we hired um i loved the interviews that we did we got huge guests I just wanted to do something I felt proud of and mm. that I felt good about. Um, and I knew it's ho- like TV's hard right now. Like you can't go really on ratings because some of the best shows have the worst ratings ever, but they're so good. It just depends on mm-hmm. like marketing and a lot of it lives uh, off like viral stuff. clips. Viral, too, right? yeah. Like I cared more about my YouTube numbers mm-hmm. than I did about my ratings. And our YouTube was awesome. I got that silver plaque from YouTube. Oh, for the hundred thousand. Yeah. And a lot of our episodes had over a million views. So I loved that pressure. Pressure is hard because like, well, who's giving the pressure? Like who's pressuring me? I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I guess if you just like being like in front like that, it's probably not. I have this weird thing where I've never, I I don't get nervous ever. Wow. It's weird. That's how I am when I perform. I don't get nervous ever, but I get nervous to doing like this. this? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I got Christine Leahy today. My heart was like- if, okay, so if I used to sing, and so if I was asked to sing, I, like in front of two people, I'd be terrified. But if it was in front of like 5,000, no problem. Can you sing for us? No. Come on. <laughs> Absolutely not. I was doing a little karaoke last night, a little Britney Spears. Where are you? Yeah. Oops, I did it again. Travis, you got a video. Where's Brit? Yeah, but I got the video. I was pretty hammered. <laughs> Usually karaoke involves drinks. I haven't done karaoke in so long. I know. You can't. But I only do Think one about song. it. Like karaoke is the worst thing right now because you spit all over the uh, microphone. That's true. Me and, me and Joey were uh, We're a taxi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Whether it's Backstreet Boys or uh, 
little Cheryl Crow. Picture by Kid Rock and Cheryl yeah. Crow. Wow. Second best song ever written. Yeah. Um, okay. I stand by that. <laughs> I have to listen to that one. Landslide by Fleetwood Mac. I mean, yeah. yeah. The, the possibilities are endless. <laughs> you got it right there? Yeah. yeah. Put it up it? to the microphone so everyone can hear it. Oh, how, this is you karaokeing? Uh, I, I don't want to say pitch perfect, but pretty. Where are you? Here? No, it's in Venice. You guys look very sober. <laughs> Where were you guys? In Venice. With the Bravo team. I like how you act. Oh, hit me, baby, one more time. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing like a nice. group of drunk men singing Britney Spears. <laughs> you know, it's Corona times. It's everyone's doing some weird shit these days. I mean, I would do that. Pre- time to experiment. Times. Oh, that was that's just the yeah. Normal. <laughs> absolutely normal. No girlfriends. What's you guys, that? You guys don't have girlfriends? I do. She's, I oh, no. you do. She's currently in the promised land over in Iowa right now. Oh. Yeah. Oh, with oh, she went home. She just went home oh. for a week. Yeah. yeah. She, she went to college with uh, Cam and them. Oh, did you go to Iowa also? I didn't know. Oh. I went to school in New York. Look at this. It's like an Iowa fam. Mm-hmm. I know. Okay. I know. One of the guys in this house actually is from Iowa as well. He grew up on a farm in Iowa. If you're from Iowa, you he probably grew up, on, grew a farm, up on a farm. Yeah. Yeah. But he grew up on like a farm farm. A real farm. Yeah, like okay. a farm farm. Not like new, not like farm adjacent. Uh, <laughs> farm adjacent. <laughs> we'll be right back with You Never Know, You Know What I Mean, right after this urination break. Mac Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics. Wait, who are we talking about? Mac Weldon. Mac Weldon. Uh-huh. Keep going. They believe in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. Uh, I shopped there one time. It was so easy, and the product is so great. And th- look, Mac Weldon will be the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants, and more than you'll ever wear. They literally have a line of silver underwear and shirts that are just naturally antimicrobial. <laughs> and antimicrobial. Keep going. <laughs> Which means they eliminate odor. I'll take it from here. Um, They want you to be comfortable. So if you don't like your first pair of underwear, you can keep it. You can keep it. And they will still refund you, no questions asked. Not only does Mack Weldon's underwear, socks, and shirts look good, they perform well too. And uh, the folks at Mack Weldon have even created their own totally free loyalty program called Weldon Blue. Level 1 gets you free shipping for life. And once you reach level 2 by spending $200, Mack Weldon will start giving you 20% off every order for the next year. So here's what you can do. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash YNK and enter promo code YNK. That's for 20% off. You heard it here, folks. Did you know? Two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35. This is true. The best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left. Mm -hmm. You can get treated from home. You used to have to go to the doctor's office for your hair loss prescription. Now, thanks to Keeps, you can visit a doctor online and get hair loss medication delivered right to your home. They make it easy and deliver your medication every three months. So you can say goodbye to pharmacy checkout lines and awkward doctor visits. And Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA approved hair loss products out there. You may have tried them before, but probably never for this price. (laughs) Uh, Prevention is key. Keeps treatments can take up to four to six months 
or more to see results, so it's important to act fast. The sooner you start using Keeps, the more hair you'll save. So find out why Keeps has more than five has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors, and nearly 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. Keeps treatments just start at $10 a month, plus for a limited time, you can get your first month for free. So here's what you can do. Um, if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash YNK to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash YNK. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash YNK. And you'll get your uh, first month for free. Hugh, um, you're, you're a Dixie Chicks fan, yeah? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where are you going with this? Aren't you a Dixie Chicks fan? Not, I don't. I thought you were. I don't know. I can't. They covered Landslide, which makes. <laughs> well, anyways, they, they're changing their name to just yes. the Chicks. They're that? dropping the Dixie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they're dropping the Dixie because it, it was like a reference to like mm-hmm. Civil War South time stuff. I never okay. put that together, but yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And now they're coming out with like. The Chicks. Like They're coming mm. out with like activist music. Really? Co- they've, been, they've always been doing that. Have they? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not a fan. I, I just thought know. you were more of a fan. I guess you're not. No. Okay. I don't know. I didn't know that they were doing activist music. Yeah, I don't know. I just huh. saw it today. Cool. <laughs> um, what Joey is a fan. Do you know he used to be uh, fat, by the way? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. He used to be super, For real? He used, yeah. he used to be fat. Wow. So I was like a little chubbier. <laughs> how much weight did you lose? Like how, like how many pounds? Like 50 50 pounds. Yeah. One of my yeah. best friends just lost 130 pounds. That's crazy. So it's impressive. Yeah, no, it's I was like impressive. always a little, like maybe five, 10 pounds heavier than this. And then like, I guess my metabolism just changed to like 24 and I just went pew. <laughs> oh, you got bigger. Oh yeah. I, I put on, I put way. on like 40 pounds in like two months At and was 24. just like, yeah, <sighs> I didn't change like my eating. I mean, we were torn a lot, so we were eating like <laughs> shit and drinking every night. That'll yeah. usually do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I was like, okay, this is bad, so I got a trainer. <laughs> oh, you, uh, and did that work? Oh, yeah. I got, like, a nutritionist and all that. Oh, good for you. Yeah. It takes a lot to do that. Yeah. Speaking of, my trainer was on American Ninja Warrior. Really? Which you hosted. I did host American Ninja How Warrior. How fucking awesome Who was, was your trainer? Uh, his name's David Alvarez. He was on, I think, last season. Oh. Did he make it through? Mm-hmm. He won. Wow. I don't know if he... He uh, won. The first episode, I don't. Oh. He made it through the qualifier. Um. Okay, so he won qualifying, or he, yeah. he made it through mm-hmm. qualifying. That's a complicated show. It's like regionals, and then you got qualifying rounds, finals rounds, Vegas levels one through four, Mount Midoriyama. Like it's a thing. So how do you land that job? That was. Was that your first before, Bill Cower or Colin, uh, Colin Cower? <laughs> it was like honestly, <laughs> I started. It's funny. I, the, did it air before? It was like right around the same time. So I was working for CBS at the time and the guy who worked at NBC who was in charge of Unscripted, um, he saw me on, on CBS and six months later, actually no, he called my agent and then we did a, just a general meeting and the guy will tell you too, his name's Brandon Reek at Netflix. Like I just thought nothing of this general meeting. I was like, "Oh, cool! Let's like talk about the Redskins because he's like a Redskins fan." And I'm like, yeah. "Awesome!" That was my first meeting like that, and I had no idea what was going on, and left like, "Okay, cool." And then six months later, randomly, my agent called. He's like, "Remember that general meeting? That was for you to host Ninja Warrior. They're they're gonna ask you to do it." Wow. So I thought I could work at Ninja Warrior and CBS at the same time. And CBS said no. 
they're like, you have to stay. And I was like, nope. You're like, I'm out of here. Yeah. So I left and I went to, yeah, Ninja Warrior. And then like a month or two later is when I got the job at Fox also. Mm -hmm. So I could work at Fox and NBC. Wow. I appreciate that you guys do laundry like during the day. Mine makes the same noise. She knows it. No, 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 Yeah, she knows. Oh, this is a really. Oh, you're going to rock her. I memorize memorize the little song. That's a real song. It's like a minute and a half long. Just so you really know that your laundry's done. So it. My question with American Ninja Warrior, do they like set up that obstacle course like in multiple cities? Yeah. So we would shoot. What the heck is that like? That looks like a bitch to set well, up. I didn't set it up. No, I know that. Right. Like, I did that. Did you like see it go down? Um, yeah. They have like roadies that just set, it, set yeah, it up. Yeah, it was a, there, I'm forgetting the name of the company, but there's a company that does it. That does all of them. Um, yeah. Mm. What is the name? They're so, I loved those guys uh, and women, but they, in every city they would get there obviously before we all did. And they would be setting up these courses. And then in Vegas, it was a massive, massive ordeal. Yeah. It's like weeks of putting it together. Oh, man. Yeah. Did you ever get to do one of them? Um, I, I, no, I mean, <laughs> I could have, but. No, but that. You, you didn't, so I always had to, in, in order to introduce the, like, what the obstacles were, that was one of my jobs. Yeah. I would have to get up on various parts of the course. Yeah. And it looks. It looks like I don't know. Does it look scary on TV? Yeah, it looks pretty. pretty it's intimidating. like ten it looks times scarier when <laughs> you're actually on it because it's like way up high yeah. and it's you're over water and stuff. And I was usually wearing heels well, and and all like the cameras and people watching and stuff. That doesn't bother me, that but it was just no. like it was just massive. And I, if I broke my nose, that would be really unfortunate for the rest of the season, right? That's, yeah. So yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't really do it. Got to protect the money. Maker. I'm also really tall and it's hard to be really tall and really good at those. Yeah. 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 I feel like little gymnast dudes are good at that. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. They, and like parkour, <laughs> rock climbers, mm. parkour, parkour, <laughs> parkour, parkour, parkour. Um, I, man, I used to, actually I had, <laughs> we had a, uh, an unscripted show on NBC. You did? <laughs> well, it was it was it, it was actually, on Esquire. Right? It was on Esquire, which was okay. owned by NBC. What was it? It was uh, a show we had with with Mike. It was called This Is Mike Stud. Oh, I feel like I kind of remember that. What did what did Mike Stud do? We, was, they just followed us on a tour. Oh, yeah. I had okay. a nude scene three minutes into episode one. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> I watched that, it with my parents. How did they feel about that? Sur- surprisingly supportive. That's good. After everything I put them through, that that was not much. That was whatever. Did your career skyrocket after that? <laughs> Did my what? Your career. My career? Uh, yeah. I wouldn't say skyrocket per se. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes a nude scene will do that for you. Yeah. It. Uh. You know. It's been a roller coaster ever since. Okay. <laughs> but uh, that only. What was that? Eight episodes. Yeah. Eight. Was, eight yeah. one-hour episodes. Yeah. Congre- that's huge. It Hard was, to uh, get one of those. And then and then Esquire went bankrupt, so no season two. I know. Yeah. It did go bankrupt right after that, didn't it? It did, yeah. It's your fault. <laughs> it was <laughs> our fault. <laughs> there you have it. This is Mike Stud killed Esquire. <laughs> um, Joey, this is something that you will know something about because uh, you are a Batman fan, I assume. Huh. Air me out. I love your like random shifts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like all over the place. We're all over the place. So Batman, okay. Batman. Um, 
I hear Affleck's not coming back. Yeah. I hear Michael Keaton's coming in as a 68-year-old. Oh, I love that. How do you feel about that? He's playing like the mentor to Flash. Yeah. How do you feel? But he's playing like the one that he played in the 90s. I don't know. It's cool. How do you feel as Affleck as Batman? Those movies sucked. <laughs> but how do you feel as him? I I heard. Oh, that, I liked him. I heard that he was. I actually haven't watched him, but I heard he was a good Batman. But the movies were yeah, not great. I'd say that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't ever dislike Affleck in anything, really. Do you? Right. No, he's good. Yeah, I enjoyed his uh, new film, the the way back. Oh, I didn't see it. it oh a, yeah, it was great. It was about a Coach Carter, one, but right? it was. Uh, What's it about? It's pretty much Coach Carter, but with Ben Affleck. As oh. a, as, and except it's like way darker and he's an alcoholic. He's like an alcoholic. Like, he's like a recovering alcoholic, but he's like te- like I, I mean the movie team. was okay, but I mean I, I like to see him in a dramatic role. Goodwill Hunting's like one of the best. So good. Speaking of uh, Boston. Yeah. The town. Oh my god. Great it's, movie. It's not your fault. It's not your fault, son. <laughs> it scared me. Huey, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Oh, well, you're really <laughs> embracing her. Um yeah. I'd say my favorite Batman was Val Kilmer, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, I think I'm. My last name's Kilmer. I think we're black. That makes, makes sense. Or another. You look like. I look like Val Kilmer. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Top Gun. Iceman. No. I I haven't seen. You know, I'm embarrassed. Can over- I tell you something? I literally <laughs> just my age. watched. No Top Gun. Am I? I think so. Um, Are you allowed to say your age? <laughs> yeah, I don't, you can find it on Wikipedia. <laughs> I don't know if it was a lie or not. I'm thir- no. If I could lie on Wikipedia, I would take rid of all the stuff that's not true. Anyways, I'm 32. I'm 33. Okay. So you should know Top Gun. I just watched Forrest Gump for the first time. Shut really? The front door. I swear. Oh really? My God. I swear. So in Jenny. Qu- Jenny. Jenny. Yeah. In quarantine, I'm like, I should probably watch like the classics that everyone has seen. How horrible was Jenny to Forrest? She's the worst. She was horrible. But she had her own issues. Oh, she man. had her own issues. She gave him like a pity bang and then <laughs> dipped. Is that wrong? <laughs> no, I mean, good no. for him, but I mean, his poor heart. Well, what, if, what was the thing he said? He goes, he goes, I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. Good. <laughs> and that was not about her. when he goes to her Aww. grave. Oh. But that's really sweet. Yeah. Anyways, I think that's really sweet. She sucked. <laughs> I, I felt bad for what, her. How'd you like the movie, though? Pretty great, right? <laughs> it was it was really good and it, you know what it was it made things make sense to me like people would quote the movie all the time and I'm like yeah life's like a box of chocolates and I didn't really know what mm-hmm. it meant or like Bubba Gump Shrimp that place mm-hmm. they have one in Long Beach mm-hmm. like I didn't understand really what the big fuss was but yeah. now it makes like a lot of cultural things make sense to me now you can uh, name 30 different types of shrimps right the restaurant yeah. came <laughs> from the movie right oh, I yeah. would assume yeah. so yeah I don't, think they, I don't think they made a blockbuster movie off of a bubblegum <laughs> shrimp. shrimp place. <laughs> they made one off a of White Castle. <laughs> That's true. That, that movie was tight. <laughs> oh, that makes me miss White Castle. <laughs> we, I think we got some frozen burgers in there if you want some. No, thank you. No. <laughs> you actually still get those? Pro- I still From get From White them, yeah. Castle? They're, they get the frozen ones at the supermarket. Oh, wow. Are they good? Yeah, they taste just like the real thing. I feel like I'm going to make <laughs> homemade White Castle. Now I'm inspired. Yeah, it's pretty great. Camel benefit from that. <laughs> Dude, they give you the suitcase. Have you ever got a suitcase at White Castle? Oh, It's like 20 sure. of the little mini burgers. We were, uh, they put it in like a... So like uh, there's another place called Crystals that's like the same. That sounds like a strip club. It's very club. similar. What it does that? sound like a strip club. Crystals? Crystals, yeah. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk about when we were talking about the NBA strip season. Strip clubs? They're right in Orlando and they got Tampa right next door. Well, here's the thing. You like, can get in a lot of trouble clubs? in Tampa. We talked about that two weeks ago on here. <laughs> but strip clubs like aren't those phase four? I would think. 
Yeah, I guess. Right. Pro- probably but the Orlando phase. might be. That's when we know everything's back to normal. The strip clubs start up again. <laughs> yeah. No, I think in Vegas. <laughs> That's a good point. I think in Vegas they kind of did already. Because it's, oh, he's like, yes, I know, <laughs> I've like, been yeah, there, I've checked it out, I'm good. He's like, I just got back. Yeah. So in Vegas, apparent, this is hysterical to me, apparently strippers are not supposed to ever make physical contact with anyone. It, that does not happen. Oh, yeah. So they're like, oh, yeah, well, strip clubs already I are, are non-contact. Eight pink guy that says otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. I don't want to know I'm how sorry that for, I'm sorry for asking you to come on in. <laughs> I just, um. Well, listen, I've been to strip clubs in Vegas and there was contact. I know, Tampa though. Like, I wouldn't put it that NBA season. You next to Tampa. love Tampa. It's one of the greatest cities ever. Tampa. Yeah. I amazing. feel like if, if your personality so was a Brady city, it would be Tampa. Have a great time. Yeah, that's why I can't Gronkowski, be mad. It's like, he'll be happy. yeah, I mean, especially Gronk. Oh my God, he's going to have a field day in Tampa. No, no, he has a great girlfriend. I know. She was yeah. on the show. She was on the show. Was? It's Camille, the one I sent you. I Camille love her. was the only other female guest on this podcast besides I you. love that it's me and her. Yeah. You know, I met her. So I was at the Sports, it's like a Sports Illustrated Awards. And I was walking down. I felt really bad about this. I was like walking down the carpet doing the interviews. And then. Camille was there. I was like, oh my gosh, you're Gronk's girlfriend. And as soon as it came out of her mouth, yeah, I was she like, loves to be referred to. <laughs> like, I would hate that. And she's like, yeah, but I also oh am. And I'm like, I know. And then I felt really bad, but she's so cool and so sweet. And then we wound up running into each other at like two more events. She's such a cool person. She's the best. Really cool. You should so. watch her episode. It was, really, it was one of our first episodes. When I asked her to do the podcast, she's like, what's it about? And I was like, oh, here's an episode. And I sent it. And afterwards, I go, I was just thinking, I was like, I just sent her the only girl reference <laughs> out of all I could have chose. No, that's, I'm in good company. I want to get more girl guests on the show. You should. Yeah. Their girls are pretty cool. I, uh, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to jump the gun, but we may be getting Nicole Aniston here in a couple of days. She's a porn star. <laughs> She's a self-made woman. Hey, so it's going to be me, a Sports <laughs> Illustrated model and a porn star. Uh, Larry King was also on here. <laughs> was Larry King on? Yeah. yeah. Larry hey, that show, I bet was a fucking great. <laughs> no, no, no. So was, I actually had a porn star on my show. I had Lisa Ann on my show. Uh, nice. I <laughs> We reached out, she didn't respond. Wait, seriously? Yeah. Can you help uh, us out? Oh, I've no, been, I will. She's I've been awesome. in contact with her. Has, have you talked to her? She's uh she's not going to be back in LA until August, but no she's way. down when she's back. We're DMing. Yeah, if she can, no, she's from, yeah, fantastic. She can put in a good word, you know. She's fantastic. I had her on my show. I was so excited about it, and it was crazy because I, I went to go DM her too, and she was already following me. Yep. She was like a fan of mine. Wow. So I, I was like, wow, this is great. And, what an honor. Right. And yeah. so she came on the show, and there was so much more that I wanted to talk to her about that I couldn't on mm-hmm. Fox. Um, mm-hmm. but she well, was can come back when we. Great, I'll be all here. Right. Can you interview her guest. on our show? <laughs> yes. We'll just kick Mike out and be like, all right, you two, just chop it up. <laughs> well, the, yeah. I mean, you got to read her book before you. All right. I'll read her book. Do the interview. Great. Is it like a tell-all? Like it says. It's just, it's like, you just read the book. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know how we got here. Because <laughs> we were talking about like oh, Gronk and, and Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. When I said Gronk was going to have a field day in Tampa, I didn't mean he's just going to be oh. banging a bunch of salutes. I just mean he's going to be like <laughs> partying and stuff because there's like, there's a lot I to mean, party. If, if Corona is over, you know, like what, how, what are they going to do? 
I know. I don't know. Are it's, they even going to be able to play an NFL season? Yes. It, yeah, don't with joke fans? about that. Absolutely. Yeah. No. Yeah, no I don't think with anyone in the stands, but it's gonna be so it's gonna be weird. weird. I mean, I, I just weird. got used to the UFC fights with no people. They're very yeah. very weird, and and they were weird, but you can like really hear the contact, which is mm. pretty cool. You know? Oh, football's gonna be weird. <laughs> oh, that you're gonna hear some contact. Yeah, football with no football fans in the stands. No I think they wow. should put the players like all mic'd up. That would be great. That'd be all of them mic'd up. Like, I want to hear what goes on in the pile. And they should and, play like, at like high school fields. Because why, why not? Why, yeah. Why not? Right? Why not? <laughs> I bet you they wouldn't like the locker rooms, though. Probably not. <laughs> no. Probably not up to par. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. We were talking about movies before this. There's another trending thing going on right now that where people are saying like their favorite movie theater experiences. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you guys have one? Wait, is yours coming to... But did you come to one of my movie theater experiences? I did come to... That's Please when we tell met. me that's the best that's one. That's when we met. Okay, uh, that's... The, okay. You were in the Entourage movie, weren't you? I was. You yeah. were? Sweet. I yeah. Wait, wait, wait. If, I was think it, that's was when my, I met your, you. Was I, that your favorite movie theater experience? My favorite movie theater experience when, when I is say, either that or Avengers Endgame, but only because I love that shit. When I say experience, okay. like but, not a whole movie, not like the favorite movie you've been to. Like the oh, favorite, absolutely with her. The favorite moment within a movie theater. Yep. You know, like of a movie. You absolutely know? with her. She, I, uh, tell me about it. You want to tell us? No, go, go, go. She, you had a deal with iPick, right? It was with... Um, it's a it's a company when they have their movie come out in the movie theater they would have me host private screenings sweet at whatever movie theater I wanted and I love iPick because why wouldn't you like iPick yeah and then go ahead and I'm good friends with her brother so he invited us and we get there and you have a waiter yeah and it's <laughs> free paid tab alcohol food so I mean. We <laughs> they got wasted. We got wasted. I, was like, I, had my, my I ordered everything on the menu. <laughs> I get a Jack Daniels and I was just like, vodka. "Oh, nice to meet you, Christine. Bye. Thank you." For I had everything. the staff for my show there too, and then it was like, so it was like my staff. Then it was my friends. Mm-hmm. It was, and an then it was Cam's movie. friends. What was the movie? Cam's Knives friends out. got wasted. Knives Out, so good, so good. Oh my! The God. movie was great too. Oh, we got Daniel Craig wasted. absolutely shut it down. Yeah. Oh my God. I, was, yeah, I read an interview where like he talked about you know, not wanting to take the James Bond role because he'd be just typecasted mm-hmm. and pigeonholed after that. I'm I'm, I'm sure he's glad he did because he probably made a boat, boatload of money. But then I'm like, you know, I, I'm glad to see him in another role that's not James Bond that he absolutely slays, you know? Yeah. It had nothing to do with James Bond. It's not a James Bond character. It's like, what does he have, like a Creole accent? Side note, he's great in uh, Logan Lucky. Uh, is that a good he movie? He plays a West Virginian. It's he's good. a complete hillbilly. Oh, look, is I'm that from West Virginia, by the way? Is that uh, is that with Channing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that movie. Yeah, yeah that's a good movie. He's pretty good in that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was probably so the, my most fun movie. Experience. That, that okay, was good, your I'm most glad. fun. All right, Dude, but, we had a complete open bar, full food, great <laughs> that's host. Cool. Oh, thank you. But besides the atmosphere, like watching a movie, what was your favorite like moment of a movie that you watched? You were there with me. I about cried. Uh, Avengers Endgame. <laughs> Captain America picks up Thor's hammer. <laughs> I haven't seen it either. Robert Downey Jr. dies. Uh, spoiler. Huh. I don't even have to think about that question. I cried man tears. Wow. What, what about you? What about you? Yeah. My you just waved me off. I don't know what she <laughs> She's like fucking nerd. No, A fucking like, minute. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, my first kiss was at a movie theater. Wow. So that was memorable or not it was actually really bad yeah it's um, always bad 
Not true. The first kiss is always. I mean, it's it's good, but it's like it's it's a mess, right? Not no? always true. Did you did you crush it? No, but he didn't crush it. Yeah, it the guy never crushes disgusting. it. Disgusting. Yeah. Um. Sorry. <laughs> like I don't know. He's. You want to drop his name? No. His name is Matt. Matt, you weren't that good. I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's just fine now. Uh. So that was one. But um. One of the other movies I just watched is one of my like classics I need to watch was Aaron Brockovich. Okay. Oh, I just watched that. Yeah, I kind of. Re- I think I just rewatched it. Yeah, also. I cried during Aaron Brockovich. So right on. I yeah. cried di- uh, during my dog Skip. <laughs> oh my gosh, did you ever see Marley and Me? Yeah, they're both. What? Okay, they're both nightmares in movies. Marley and Me, you like dogs. <laughs> so that that came out on I think Christmas Day. Yeah. Like, what is wrong with them? And so. My, I think it was my mom and I went to go see Marley and Me. Okay, but that's a book, so like you knew how that. Would... No, I didn't know who. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good book. Book. I wouldn't read that. Who reads, fucking nerd? <laughs> so I'm a really cool guy. I'm just gonna throw that <laughs> no, out. No, I read a lot of books. Like, there's some books that are better than the movie, but like, yeah. no one was reading Marley and yeah, Me. Yeah, no one was reading. Going yeah. to, no, You're right. And yeah. on Christmas Day, absolutely not. So I think my brothers and my dad were going to see like some action movie, and my mom and I went to go see Marley and Me, <sighs> thinking we're gonna watch some like nice pet movie on Christmas Day. Nope, we're not. Obviously, like spoiler alert. And then. Next to us, there's three little girls that were there just bawling their eyes up the whole movie. Like their whole day had been ruined. And I went home and I hugged my dog so hard. Yeah, it's cruel, man. It's so sad. You lost a pet before? Yeah. It's, it's bad. I cried so much. Like my, my beagle, my childhood beagle, Nelson. He, I don't, don't laugh. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he, just something about my he, childhood. He passed in like 2015 or 2016. It was it's sad. It's the worst man. thing ever. I had him since I was like 12. You Ex- know? Right? Yeah. I had Jersey. So Jersey was a pug too. But Jersey, I got her when I was 16. She lived in Chicago, Boston, LA with me, like five different boyfriends, many, many jobs, many apartments. And then she died. January 2nd, 2019. You remember the day. Yeah, because it was right after New Year's. We were in oh, San Antonio together. We actually went to a Celtics game on New Year's Eve yeah. in San Antonio. And then we flew back and then she died. Man. And I can hold my shit together on TV through anything. But when she died, you can see there's like a handful of episodes that we shot around that time. You can just see that my face is like yeah. swollen. I had been crying. I don't blame and then you. the worst thing was like the the set was like a couch and then another couch and we shot it in a house too. Mm-hmm. And so I would be looking at the guest, but behind the guest was a huge window mm. and there'd be people walking their dogs. Oh Christ. And I'm like trying to pay attention oh. to this guest talking about whatever. And there's like dogs walking about. by. It's yeah. And I would yeah. go and then I would cry and it was horrible. Now were you there when it was a dog? Did, did it die of natural causes or did you put it to sleep or both? Both. Yeah. It was like, were you there when it happened? Yeah. See, I was uh, when Nelson was put to sleep. He was in Boston. I was in Los Angeles. Mm. So, like, my family Facetimed me, and I had to say bye to him over Facetime. Ugh, it's oh, it's like my, right now. It was horrible. Oh my god. Oh. This I don't know how we, we went, got we here. We went either. to like a really sad like. <laughs> All right, I'll talk about my favorite movie theater <laughs> this experience. This is Daisy though. Daisy <laughs> this is Daisy. Really happy. Well, this is Daisy Olivia. Oh, Daisy Olivia. Yeah. So we were at my brother's, was it? This is when we became best Let friends. me ask you guys a question. Yeah. Was that night to celebrate Cameron's birthday? Yeah. That was Cameron's it birthday. Was. It was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I just never know. So, okay. We were celebrating Cameron's birthday. Mm-hmm. And 
you kept referring to her as Olivia. And eventually I was like, I was holding her all night. Her name is Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most me thing I've ever done. Like, I, don't, I was just calling her Olivia all night. I don't know why. She looks like an Olivia. She does Right. Like and I was Olivia. like, that actually works. So her name is Daisy Olivia. She renamed Dio. Dio. Yeah, after Daisy Olivia. Wow. Mm-hmm. What a mm-hmm. cutie. That's because of me. <laughs> my, uh, my favorite movie theater moment. Thanks for asking. Was, oh, um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> when I, when I watched, uh, Fuck. Why are we talking about movie theater moments? Like, it's not like we can do it now. No, I know. But we're just we like reminiscing because we miss it. There's like a there was a trending thing online where everyone's talking about oh, their okay, favorite experiences, sense. and makes it sense. got me thinking like, what was my favorite experience? And it was uh, what was that? What was that? Uh, Seth Rogen animated oh, movie with the food. Rose? Yes, okay, cool. I got that bottle for you. Thank you. I love. Well, that well I didn't get that bottle. Joey, what's that? What's that movie called? Uh, sausage party. Sausage party. You, oh. you, you have a poster in your apartment. I have a poster in my bathroom. It framed for some reason. It's <laughs> <laughs> painting a terrible picture of me. <clears throat> yes, I do have that. Dude, the end of that movie, dude. I'll never forget that for the rest of my life. When all the <laughs> dude, food, don't even talk. When all the food fucks each, fucks each other. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you have you ever seen it? It's the weirdest. Sausage I ever. heard about that movie. Like the most grotesque animated orgy of. Like Who made food. it? It was like it Seth was Rogen. Seth Rogen. Yes. Yeah. The movie was actually NC-17, <laughs> and the way they made it R, they had to remove pubes from the food in that scene. <laughs> I, I heard a whole interview. They're like, it was NC-17, but they told us we just had to remove the pubes <laughs> from the food. Food shouldn't have and we pubes. Were just like, okay. Food should not Weird have pubes. Rules. I I was in the theater and I'm like I'm I was so disgusted that I couldn't look away and I I'll never forget that moment for the rest of my life. I huh. think that was like cinematic history. I really think it was. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm talking about like Forrest Gump over yeah, here. Yeah. I mean, you guys are taking sad moments, Marley yeah. and me. Like no, and like hot a bunch dogs. of a bunch of hot dogs fucking each other. <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe it. another interesting fact, just because I'm kind of a film buff, they didn't do like a, a press junket for that movie. <laughs> what would the press junket be? <laughs> I don't know. Like that's that's like what they, In and Out Burger. That's what they do to promote the film is they do go like Do these they he- for, for animated? Oh, I don't know. But like usually for most films they do like heavy press junkets where they have to do like like hundreds and hundreds of the same fucking interview. Yeah. And uh, Seth Rogen was like, yeah, we didn't do a press junket for a uh, sausage party. And it still made like a hundred over a hundred million dollars. So cool. He's like, I guess you don't have to do those. No. <laughs> How would you do a press junket for that movie? <laughs> There's so many actors in that movie, though. Yeah. But that, like the voices. That, mm-hmm. that was like one of the first like dirty animated films. You know, Team America. Are there others? Back in the day, Team South America, Park. like not really animated, though. Like, yeah, that was puppets. It's South puppets. Park. South Park, bigger, longer, uncut. I think oh, holds the record for like. Most curse words, it's up there. Um, and then uh, A Crazy Nights, Adam Sandler. That oh, was, yeah. Like, that wasn't that dirty. Reindeer that was were like shitting everywhere, I remember. I watched that when I was like 12. Huh. <laughs> I haven't seen these. <laughs> yeah, you didn't see Sasha's Party? All right, you have to go home and watch it and then text me. Add that to my class. <laughs> the last 30 minutes is all the food having an orgy. It's, it's not 30 minutes, but it's I like, feel like... It I feels like 30, 30 minutes. Feels I like think I maybe minutes. did see it, actually. You would remember... Like I've been to maybe like 500 movies in my life. If that's what I remember, like most, and I saw, granted, I saw Titanic in theaters, and this beats out Titanic. You saw Titanic in theaters? Oh, I did yeah, too. Ninety nine, I think. Yeah, I might have been too. Young I want my that. family. I want my parents. Eh, that makes sense. I have a yeah. good story about my brother and Titanic. Oh, I want to hear it. So it was both my brothers. So we saw Titanic in the movie theater, and my parents had seen it before mm-hmm. us, and they knew when like the naked scene was coming when she's like 
paint me like one of your French girls or whatever. That he did. So he, my dad was like, oh, let's go to the bathroom. Like they had perfectly timed it to leave the movie theater so they would miss that scene, right? Wow. Then it comes out on, was it VHS or DVD at the time? I don't know. Yeah. So they, we had the movie. I think we rented it from Blockbuster and we went out one day and we came back and my brothers had paused it like at that part of the movie. Wow. <laughs> oh, I absolutely have, I did that. Is there anything more awkward than watching a, like a nude sex scene of a movie with your parents? I went to see. Oh, okay. I have two great stories of that. Eight Mile. Remember Eight Mile? Yeah. They, they fucking like the fact. The, I saw that with now? my dad. Yeah. That's in like, the movie theater. Yeah. They then. Get, they get down to the factory. Film. I took my grandmother to see Knocked Up because I thought it was like a sweet story about a woman who like it is a had sweet a baby. Story. It is a sweet story. But I saw wedding my, mine. Right? Like my my grandmother will never live that you know, time. You know what my favorite line of Knocked Up is? What? It's not herpes if it's everywhere. <laughs> Oof. Oof. I think I say that once a week. <laughs> you just walk around saying that? It's not herpes if it's everywhere. That might not give you the best. And you can't uh, you can't get a girl pregnant reputation. if she's on top because of gravity. That's <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one. No, it's in the movie. It's like, oh. man, that movie is just so good. It's so good. That is a good movie. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we can we, we we can end this. Um, oh, we're ending on that note. Okay. Yeah, we can end on that note. You, any closing statements? Uh no, I got nothing. Thank you for coming. You, on. You're you have awesome. to you have oh, to close the show out. You have you to close, close the show. Out. You're the host. I got what? demoted. How do you how do you close the show? However you oh, want. Before before we leave, I guess since I'm here, I didn't die yesterday. Oh yeah, talk uh, this. Uh, <laughs> tell the story real quick. I woke up yesterday and I checked <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> And it's just flooded with people saying rest in peace on my last photo. What? And I just wake up and I'm like, what You're the like, fuck is going on? Am I alive? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Twitter, people are saying rest in peace. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, this rapper named Huey, who had the song Pop Lock and Drop It in 2006, was shot. No way. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah, it's a great song. And uh, I guess when you search Huey... I'm the first rapper that comes up. So everybody thought oh, it was no. me and nobody was like clicking the articles. My mom called me. <laughs> no, My friend, like people I work with were getting texts from people like, I know you worked with Huey. I'm really sorry to hear about his passing. So all day yesterday, I'm just getting flooded with people think I, I died. Oh, thinking I died. That's horrible. It was like a weird day yesterday. But now you know how much you're loved. It's true. Right? Some yeah. people don't get to smell the roses. Yeah. <laughs> Oh that's man, like, that's a nice, nice story. Yeah, but like when you wake up and you're just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Everybody thinks I'm dead. One time, I dreamed in London. I I had a nightmare because like, you get to experience yourself dying, right? Dreamed? I I was in London. I don't know if it was a nightmare or a dream, but dreamed? I I watched myself die on TV. Like I was in the experience, and, and I was going to die. Well, and then I, it transformed me into, I was in like my bed and my friend was there and I watched myself die on TV. How was it? And then I started like gradually disappearing. It was really weird. And like, I was like, can you see me still to my friend? And my friend's like, yeah, but not too much anymore. And then like my parents came cause I called them like, I think you guys need to come over. I'm going to disappear pretty soon. Like mm-hmm. this is your chance. And then my dad could see me, but my mom couldn't. And then no one could see me. Wow. 
It was really. Did weird. you look up like what? The, I'm I'm really big. Oh, in, I'm really yeah. big into like dreams. Dreams means so much. It's yeah. your subconscious oh, it's processing thing. What do you think that means? <laughs> well, <laughs> it was very accurate. I think it means you have chlamydia. No, what? I read it somewhere. No. If you watch yourself die on TV. I think you have chlamydia. Absolutely not. I read an article. Yeah. It means that. Uh, <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> it was. Uh, no, it was. Uh, it was like the. Ch- whenever you like Speaking die. Of chlamydia. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> not, to, not to cut you off. <laughs> yes, make your point. Have you ever told the story on the podcast of when you got uh, tested in we Yeah, for, like one of the first episodes. Oh, uh, did you? I, I almost wanted to bring it up when you were talking about like the, the skewer you I was thinking stick it. up your nose. You, that's how they tested you for chlamydia? <laughs> well, I, I used to live in West Hollywood and I would go to the LGBT center to get tested because it was free. Okay. And like in my mind, I was like, uh, I didn't know. I was like, this is going to sound so bad. I don't know if you had to be like a gay Were you man. a frequent visitor? I, I went I went every couple of months to get tested there because it was free. That's good. Yeah. Okay. And uh, responsible. Anyways, part of the test they give you like a long consultation, like a lot of questions asking if you're if you have sex with men, and I'm like no, and like does men have sex with you? I'm like no, and there's like fifty questions of that, uh, and then they tell you the test. They're like, all right, you're gonna pee in this cup, and uh, then they hand me like a Q-tip that's like yay long, and I'm like, what's that for? And he's like, "Well, this is for like the the rectal swab." I'm like, "I I don't I don't, I don't know what to say. I was flustered. I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be like, oh, I don't, why do I need a rectal swab?" I was just, uh, it was free, and I was about it. So I was like, "I'm like, I guess I'm sticking this up my ass." <laughs> oh, you did it yourself? <laughs> they said like three to four inches, <laughs> and this is like this this broke my butt cherry. I never stuck anything in my butt before, <laughs> or uh, you know, like I'm not into that kind of thing. Like I'm not I'm not into it. I'll come out and say it. I mean, people probably think otherwise when they meet me, but I, I'm not into it. And uh, and you have to administer it yourself, which I, I don't know if that's better or worse. <laughs> so like I'm in the I'm in like the outside of the bathroom in the waiting room. Meanwhile, they're playing like awesome jams in the waiting room. Okay, awesome jams. It's like it's like just like EDM nonstop in that waiting room. So that's what I'm hearing. And then I'm reading the directions. It's like the fold out instructions. I'm like how you administer this rectal swab. And uh, at the end of the day, I probably got like a half an inch in there. Okay. Felt like four, probably a half an inch. Did you, did you do enough that you could get a good test? You'd, you'd hope so. Okay. At the end of the day, though, I knew okay. I didn't have any diseases in my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> now you're certain. <laughs> but you still did now it. Now I'm certain. <laughs> right. And then, anyways, I've been back like four times since, and I have to do the same thing every time. Oh, <laughs> oh. now you're a pro. It gets easier every time. I'm sure. <laughs> it's true what they say. It's true what they say. It's easier after the first time. <laughs> and on that note, thank you, Christine. <laughs> have another glass of rose. Enjoy yourself. Uh, thank, you, thank you, guys. This was great. This is why we don't have female guests. You've been a sport. You've been a good sport. Thank you very much. And uh, thank you for your service in the city of Boston. Uh, we all appreciate it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my service yeah. you're welcome yeah thank you so much <laughs> and uh all right that's it <laughs>